0: Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is Noah Heron, and you are listening to the All Our Ways podcast. I am so excited that you're here for the season three finale. This season has been different than the first two seasons. I think it's been really fun. The first two seasons, we did interviews for some absolutely incredible guests, and this season we decided to do a couple of dialogues around really important topics. And uh, I hope you've enjoyed the sound of my voice for these shorter episodes. Today's the last one. We're going to dive into an extremely important topic, that topic being pornography. Uh, Something that a really high number of people uh, either struggle with or have to fight on a daily basis. I'm going to give you some tips, some things that um, have really helped me uh, in my journey with that many of you you know my story of struggling with that for four or five years and uh, just a couple weeks ago I celebrated five years clean of pornography and so I'd love to share a little bit of my story and some things that helps me hopefully it will encourage you and help you be something that's useful for you um, in your walk with Jesus so that we can submit all our ways to Jesus but uh, after this episode we're going to be jumping back in next week No off days, no off weeks, back next week with some amazing interviews I'm really, really excited about. So uh, if this is helpful to you, give it a share, give it a review, it helps more than you know. Uh, Before we dive into today's conversation, I have to give a huge shout out to this season's podcast sponsor, that's our friends over at Elevated Faith. They are incredible people with an incredible message and vision, they sell amazing merchandise, clothes, bracelets, accessories, all of it is so cool, so dope, and it has amazing messaging. Uh, It's a really creative way to share the gospel, so go check it out. You can use code NOAH20 at checkout for a discount. Go show them some love. They are uh, big supporters of this podcast, and I I think it's the least we could do, so go check them out, but uh, without further ado, today we are going to dive into the topic of porn. So I don't even really remember, honestly, the first time that I looked at porn. Um, I believe I was a junior in high school, somewhere in that time range. With the increased usage of social media, I think it just became really accessible. And uh, that's not an excuse for me looking at it by any means, but I just don't even remember how it started. But it definitely started, and it definitely became something that was really really controlling of my life. I recently found some statistics on pornography that blew my mind. Um, Here are the statistics that blew my mind. I knew that a lot of people watched porn who weren't followers of Jesus, but I did not know that 78% of believers between ages 18 and 26 admitted to watching porn on a somewhat regular basis. Um, that is an astronomical number, and if you're one of those uh, statistics, I- I'm not here to condemn you. I'm hoping that I can be here to help you, because if you're like me, um, I gave my life to Jesus, and I just expected that struggle, that battle to just end, to just go away. I just thought, you know what, I'm addicted to pornography, but I just accepted Jesus, so now I just, I'll just i be free, because I know that Jesus is the chain breaker. What Ended up happening in my life was really shocking and actually very discouraging to my early walk with Jesus because even though I sang about being free, I definitely was not free. Um, I went a couple days without uh, falling prey to temptation and ultimately acting on that temptation, those thoughts, and sin. And uh, I remember just having this encouraging prayer, or uh, I'm sorry, rather discouraging day where I was just wrestling with God. And I was like, I I just don't understand why I'm still doing this. I I I know that I've been set free from Egypt, but I can't get Egypt out of me. I I can't get the sin out of my heart. And so I went on this, I don't know, maybe nine month to a year journey of becoming set free from pornography. And the first thing I want to do is if you're listening to this and either you struggle with pornography or you at least struggle with the temptation of pornography, let me just say um, that sometimes God sets us free in a moment, but sometimes God sets us free over time. And I really think the posture of our heart Um, determines what that looks like. Like if if you aren't set free, and you're feeling those discouraging thoughts, and I encourage you to don't, don't let that discourage you. But let that cause you to get further into God's presence, further into God's word. Take up some of the tips we're going to talk about today. Don't let it be something where you're just like, oh, well, I'm never going to beat this. I'm just going to stick with it. No, you can beat this. Like, like You were made to beat this. You have the greatest advocate, the greatest help that you possibly could have. Um, if anyone knows how to look temptation in the face, And not sin, it's Jesus Christ. And as followers of him, we have his Holy Spirit inside of us. And so you can do this. So I want to give you a few things that really helped me um, when I got serious about stopping porn and ultimately led to me being free of it for the past five plus years now. So here we go. Thought number one, um, unfollow people who post photos that make you stumble. You would think... That this would be number one. Uh, This would be the easiest one to do. You would just do this naturally. But I am always shocked at uh, the social media feeds of people who are addicted to porn, but don't want to be addicted to porn. Uh, One time, I was meeting with a young person who was struggling with pornography. And I just asked them, I was like, hey, could I see your Instagram page? Like, will you let me see your phone? And he was like, yeah, sure. And this, this was someone I was discipling, someone I was meeting with on a regular basis. So we had a very, um, I don't know, close relationship. Uh, I was helping him, uh, helping pray through these issues with him and, and really trying to uh, be there for him. And so he hands me his Instagram. And I click the home button in the first photo that pops up on his Instagram page. No, it was not porn, but it was a girl that he was following in a bikini. And as I scrolled through his Instagram, there were so many different photos popping up just on his timeline that day, randomly at four o'clock in the afternoon at a coffee shop that would cause so many different people to stumble. Um, And and I was like, hey, bro, like this is not good. You are willingly allowing the temptation into your life. You've got to unfollow these girls. And he was like, dude, I can't unfollow those girls. Those, Those girls are friends. And... I said, dude, they can be your friends, but is it worth looking at these photos that are causing you to stumble, that are not helping you overcome this just so that you can say that you follow them on Instagram? I, I don't think that it is. I don't think that it's worth it. I don't think it's worth them these photos being a spark towards this uh, this thing that's binding you, this thing that's causing you to be further from God. It's causing you to be dead spiritually and and dry spiritually. I, I think you got to unfollow them. So um, I'd highly recommend go through the group that you're following and uh, and unfollow the ones that are causing temptation to spark in your life. If you're the only one who knows the answer to who those people are. Unfollow them if you have to talk to them about it. Maybe it's a good idea because. Um, if if we are causing people to lust, and don't think that girls are the only ones causing people to lust. There's lots of guys out there on Instagram who are causing people to lust. If we're causing people to lust, uh, that's not okay with God either. And so maybe conversations need to happen between Christ followers where we hold each other accountable for what we're posting on Instagram and what it's causing people to think, the thoughts, the temptations that it's entering into people's lives. So unfollow unnecessary temptations, even if they're friends, on Instagram, on social media. It will help you avoid some of these temptations. Number two, uh, something that helped me immensely was confessing to someone that I knew cared about me and asked asking them to, to help keep me accountable. Uh, this was huge. I had a best friend named Tyler. He's still my best friend today. We were living together in college, senior year, and uh, I came to him and I just told him, Told him what I was going through. I told him the struggle that I was having with lust. And I said, hey man, can you help me keep me accountable? I need somebody that I can promise that I will let them know every time I look at porn. I know that might be kind of weird, but I, I asked him. I was like, dude, every time I look at it, can I tell you about it? And I promise you I will tell you about it every single time. Not only did this make me not want to look at porn more because I did not want to tell Tyler that I looked at porn, um, but it also helped me have someone in my corner who was praying for me, who even knew when I was just struggling with the temptation of it and not acting on it, um, I would text Tyler. This just became so, so helpful to me. So oftentimes we try to fight sin um, in an isolated place. And uh, I really think that we become so much stronger when we have people who are helping us fight the battle. And so um, open up to a friend. Go to someone who knows what you're struggling with, who believes in you, who loves you, who cares about your walk with Jesus enough to be that person um, and go for it. Run with them. Number three, I stopped believing the lie that temptation that porn, that lust, that this battle would just go away when I got married. I've heard so many different guys, like I'm going back, I'm, I've been a college pastor, a young adult pastor for the past um, almost five years, and uh, I've heard so many guys talk about how they just, they know that they're struggling, but they have needs and, and all of this stuff, and when they get married, it's just going to go away, and it's just such a lie. And uh, if you don't start attacking this sin, um, if you don't start putting up guardrails in your life now, by the time you get married, that train of thought is going to be really, really dangerous to that future relationship, that marriage, uh, because you're not going to have any experience fighting that temptation. And I'll just get to the spoiler. You're going to fail in your marriage, and it's going to drive a wedge in between you and your wife, and it's going to be really difficult. And it's going to be a hard battle to take into a marriage. So um, I am highly encourage you to just address it right now. This is a problem. This is not going away when I get married. I've got to learn how to fight this battle right now. So uh, fourth tip is to stop entertaining temptations. Uh, temptations being movies uh, with sex scenes, TV shows that you know that are not helping you with these urges, with these lustful thoughts. Uh, Certain apps on your phone, social media late at night. These are all things that um, we entertain oftentimes as we battle porn. And we just expect it not to cause more addiction, not to cause more problems. And um, it it is a lie. Uh, We cannot entertain these things and expect to be able to put these things away. It's so hard as it is with how much media is out there. You don't even have to be following someone who posts scandalous photos for you to see them on social media. Uh, That's just the way social media is these days. And so if your heart is not being guarded constantly as much as you can, man, it's going to make the battle really tough. Uh, Something I started doing when I was in college was I bought an old school alarm clock because I was most tempted in the mornings and at night. And so I started charging my phone in the kitchen or in the living room and not taking anything digital into my room or into any private spaces like a bathroom or whatever. I I made sure that my phone, my computer, all that stuff was somewhere where everyone could see it in the times I was most susceptible to temptation. And so little things like that, little things like Uh, There's all sorts of app blockers. You might think it's overboard. I'm telling you, it's not overboard if it saves your soul, if it saves your future marriage, if it saves your future family. And so I highly encourage you to take it serious, to go above and beyond, to do things that other people might think are weird, not because it's weird, but because it's worth it. So the fifth and final thing that really, really helped me in this battle with pornography was hiding God's word in my heart. Um, You would not show up to a fight without a weapon. If uh, your life was on the line in real life, we can't show up to this fight without a weapon. And uh, God's given us a pretty powerful weapon called uh, the Word of God. And so um, let's show up knowing what it says, knowing that we have overcome Uh, by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony, that we can fight this battle, that we can show up and win. So I hope some of these tips have been helpful. I I just want to say this in parting to today's episode. If you've struggled with porn um, for your whole life or if it's just something that you struggle with every once in a while, um, this is what I want to say to you. You can quit porn. You can Have freedom through Jesus Christ. You can do this. You can. You can do this. Stop letting the devil bring the fight to you. Bring it to him.